0: Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Alan Quatermain and the Temple of Skulls?
1: I am, because after all, we, we are, are the, the watchers, watchers of
0: Movies.
1: Hello. Hello. How
0: are you doing today?
1: I'm good. you good? It's snowed. It I love snow. the snow. I hate the snow. <laughs> so it's, We have very uh,
0: different views. I was okay. going to go out last night and it started snowing and I was like, no, <laughs> I think I'll just stay inside. It's so pretty. I love
1: it. <laughs> it's just like
0: really cozy. So you wanted to
1: talk about
0: something. Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> I did want to talk to you because I recently started, I started, I watched three episodes. They're only half an hour long of Emily in Paris. Mm-hmm because I wanted something lighthearted and I do have like a little bit of uh, a fixation on European things. I think they're very novel and cool and I like Europe and so I was like I'm gonna give this a shot. I bet it's a cute little show and it's the worst show ever made. It's an abomination of a show and I watched three episodes because they're so short and because I just was like I wonder if it gets better and it's it does not get better. The whole premise of the show, just the whole base that the show is resting on, the foundation, if you will, is ludicrous. And so Emily <laughs> so curious about this. So Emily is played by Lily Collins. And she the Lily show Collins. starts out and it's in Chicago. And they should have called it Emily in Chicago because I was actually like kind of enamored with seeing Chicago just in like stunning HD and And I thought that that was like kind of really novel to see because Chicago is a really cool city. But that's only, you know, like five minutes of the the show. But she's in Chicago and she's some sort of business. I think she works for a marketing firm or something. And Kate Walsh is in it. And she plays her coworker who's getting ready to go off to a year in Paris. The company in America that they work for is like partnering with a marketing firm in France for some I think it's cologne or something, some marketing thing. And she's going to go over there and, and
0: it's always like fat, like it's always like fashion or something
1: or like, yeah. So she's going to, Kate Walsh is going to go over there for a year and set it up. And in the beginning of the show, she's like, Oh, I, I'm so excited. This has been my dream. I I'm so excited. I love France. I know French. I'm so glad I learned French. And she's just like really laying it on thick. So you know that something awful is going to happen to her. Of course. (laughs) And then in the most stunning, horrible twist I've ever seen in a show, which I don't know what message this is sending to the young women of the world, Kate Walsh gets knocked up and just can't go. She doesn't get, like, injured. She doesn't die. She doesn't get ill. She's just pregnant. And to add to that, there's a line where Emily says – so i'm going in her place because she's pregnant and emily's boyfriend is like she's pregnant and emily's like i guess she was having a lot of go-away sex with a lot of different men so a she doesn't know who the father is which in my mind is like okay if you want to keep if you keep the baby and you don't know who, who the father is you are free and clear to go to france i mean i could on one tiny 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 bit understand if if she's like Oh, oh now, now my husband, husband wants me wants to, to stay because I'm pregnant, pregnant with our child. child. But she doesn't even know she who the father is, is first of all. So she's <laughs> a baby. Second, Second, something, something else that's a big, big pet peeve of mine is when women, women in movies, and, movies TV and TV act like, like women, women haven't have been, been having, having children for centuries. centuries. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's no... Like, I don't think they wanted to make the show political, so there's no, like, talk of abortion or anything like that, which makes sense to me because the show is very lighthearted. But it doesn't make sense because just make it something else. Like, make her... Like, like, just, just make, make it some other, other reason, reason why she can't. Like go to have parents. her break
0: her leg or something. Like, yeah, something.
1: Yeah. But being pregnant is not an excuse because I hate to tell you this. Lots of women have had babies and been pregnant, and they haven't had to give up on their dreams. So that's why I'm well, wondering. Well, yeah, like, and like you message- can still work. Yeah almost till you're about to give birth i was thinking it's only a year long and she's going to be pregnant for nine months of that and once Once she gets gets to france France, there's like this whole thing where like the french French are are so like laissez-faire about everything like they (laughs) They don't don't care care. so i'm like Like, well now this definitely definitely looks like like she could have just come had her baby (laughs) the way that
0: the way that like let me just interrupt you but the way that like americans portray french people is like if this character showed up like pregnant. She's like, yeah, I don't really know who the dad is. They'd be like, Oh, we also do that. I don't. know <laughs> That's oh, so the, Ger- <laughs> the
1: German people living in France. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. Like, it's just we all
1: do that all the time. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what that was either. And she's not even like. There's a, a quick shot of Emily. Once Emily gets to Paris, like talking on the phone to Kate Walsh, and Kate Walsh is like, in bed, and she's like, "Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so nauseous." And I'm like, "Please, let me clarify. If I have friends in real life who are suffering from like morning sickness or being pregnant, I totally empathize with them because they're real people going through real problems." But this harkens back to what I said a few moments ago where I cannot stand in movies and TV when actresses act like they have to be bedridden because they're pregnant. Like, like, I'm sorry, but women have given birth and and been pregnant in much worse conditions. And you don't have to act like you're like, Oh, I just, I'm just so I'm in such a bad way because I'm, like what, two weeks, three weeks, a month into being pregnant and you just can't handle anything. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you're soft. No wonder you didn't go to Paris. Like you just weren't good enough because you can't handle <laughs> something that all kinds Lay of it women down, do. <laughs> and it, it really bothered me because I was like, this is the basis of the show is that this right. woman who has nothing wrong with her suddenly has to give give up on her dream and
0: well, and I think it's like, like, like let me just interrupt you, but I think it's like an ongoing um, story where women have children and all of a sudden it's like they have just baby brain and they can't focus on anything else. And it's like, there are a lot of women out there who have children and they still have great careers. You know, you can have kids and have a career and to like, have like, it's, I just, I see that a lot and that irritates me too. Cause it's just like, don't put women in one category like they're she's just she's not just a mother
1: you know like she's putting herself in that category she decided not to take her dream job she did that's all great. that that's crazy and so i hope that there, in 18 years there's a show called um emily and paris's boss lives vicariously through her child because she gave up everything when she got knocked up that's a long right. title but it's a netflix original so totally anyway and also the show is just like, well, so Garbage. what else, what else do so, you like about it? So it's very culturally aggressive in a way that I just like, it, I just did not like. So they make French people look really horrible, but then they also make Americans look really horrible. So you might yeah. be thinking, <laughs> oh, it's an equal opportunity exploiter or whatever you want to say, but that's not the case because Emily is like, she doesn't speak a lick of French. So I don't know why the company chose her. Um, it doesn't really explain that there's nothing. It's, it's such a superficial show that they really don't have any scenes. Like, I don't even know if anyone else works for her company because there's no conversation around like, should Kate Walsh go or you should go because you're the next in line. No, it's just like, she was picked because she's an actress in a, in this show. And that's how would the plot go along, you know? Right. So she gets to France and she's just like so excited and so chipper and so cheerful. And everyone, all the French people in her office are just like disgusted with her for good reason. And she's just like trying to incorporate this American point of view into their work and trying to change them to be more American and be like, you have to be to work on time and you have to be cheerful. And so they call her names and they're really nasty to her And I sided with the French people because she's like pretty bad and pretty annoying. Like there's this one scene where she's in a cafe with somebody and she orders a steak and she tries to send it back. (laughs) I've actually
0: seen that scene. And I was like,
1: and then the woman she's with is like a nanny that she met at a park or something. So the nanny speaks English and the nanny is like, or an au pair, I guess is what they're called in France. But she's like, oh no. and, And Lily Collins, Emily is like the customer is always right. And her friend was like, no, not in France. In France, the customer is never, ever right. Right. And I was like, you know what? I don't care where I am. If my friend in America was treating a restaurant the way that Emily is treating the French waitstaff, I would be horribly embarrassed. It's, oh yeah. It's not like, she was like, can you um please tell your cook to throw this in the oven longer? Cause it's not well done. It's rare. And I was like, Okay. There's a way, you know, and then, and then there's, um, do wait, can I interrupt you real quick? So one time I was out
0: to dinner with my family and my aunt had, uh, like waved down one of the waiters and she's like, when you get a chance, I'd like a glass of water. And she said it as if she had told this waiter like six or seven times and the waiter kept forgetting, but it was the first time she had ever like spoken to him about it. And my uncle goes, you were being super rude just now. And I was like, "Thank God, he said something because that was because I was sitting there like stunned. Like I was like, I wanted to go up and apologize to the guy because I was like, that was so fucking rude. Like she just the way she said it was so condescending. And so like, if you get a chance for your busy schedule, can you please get me a glass of water? (laughs) Thanks. And I was just like. I don't I don't like this ant anyway, and I'm pretty damn vocal about it <laughs> in my family. And my family doesn't really
1: listen to this. I don't really care. <laughs> it's like whatever, they're never gonna know. Yeah, I don't care if you think I actually I do care because I think the customer is always right is used way too liberally. Oh, yeah. Like too. I don't think the customer is always right. I don't think so. Either. And um Anyway, so there's just stuff like that in the show. And then I sometimes... Wait, can,
0: I, can I tell you one thing real
1: quick? Um, this is kind of like...
0: This isn't quite relevant, but it is a little bit. But I think you're going to like the story. Because there was this guy, when I worked at my parents' restaurant, and he was an older guy. He was probably like in his, I don't know, 60s or 70s or whatever. And he walked in, looked at me at the front, and then walked over to our male cook to go hey, can you tell me about the menu? And our cook goes, I could, but you should talk to her because she knows what she's talking about. And I was like, can I help you, bitch? I mean, I didn't say bitch, but the sentiment was there. But it was like, I was like, you sexist piece of shit. First of all, I know way more because I've been here since the beginning, like literally since the like inception of this place. And you're going over just because he's male? And I'm female. Like it was so. Uh, That's but pretty like, bad. <laughs> when Nate said that, I was just like, "Yeah." <laughs> I was like, so, "Women, that win."
1: <laughs> what happened? What the guy do?
0: Um. Honestly, I don't remember past that. It was probably just a really generic, like you know, yeah, whatever. Just a, <laughs> whatever conversation.
1: Yeah, man. <laughs>
0: like it just it felt so good because I was like, "That's right. That's right. Yeah, you want to come fucking talk to me?" Uh huh. Well you know? (laughs) Like, it was just... I was like,
1: Vindication! (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No. That's that's pretty bad. That would... I know. I can remember multiple times when people were just nasty to me working at the theater, and then I worked in a call center for a little while, and I can remember times when people on the phone were nasty, and it's just... I don't know. Like, it's... It's amazing how people treat other people, and... I feel like Emily in Paris is in that category of like, you're just a nasty.
0: Well, and the whole, and I think like the French look at work differently than like Americans do. I think we're like, I follow this subreddit called anti-work and it's not like, it's not about not working. It's about wanting to like have good wages and not be abused by your employers. And, um, I just think that the French have, like, a different way of, of, like, looking at work. Like, they're like, yeah, we have to do this for a living, but it's not like we want to, you know, and they take long vacations, and then I don't think they work 40 hours a week. It's just like, what? we should just move to France, honestly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, so then there's this thing where, yeah, like, the French people in her office are just, like, so disgusted by her, and... And they all like give her a hard time because she doesn't know French. And they're like, when she arrives, they're like, we thought the woman who was coming here was, spoke French. And I was like, there's no, nobody warned them that like, hey, the woman who was coming here got pregnant. She, she suddenly fell ill being pregnant and she can't come. Like, no, there was no communication. It's So stupid. And Part of, the, like, part of the time when I was watching it, I was like, do I hate this? Because <laughs> there, was, there was one thing that happened that I'm going to talk about. And, but first, I was saying, do I hate this because I'm 30-something and I've just seen so much media and I've been around the block that this just isn't cutting it? And if I was 16, would I be amused by it? I and get that. And Maybe maybe it's possible I still think it's culturally aggressive and like I don't know if racism applies because it's like white people being mean to white people but it's culturalism or something there's some kind of ism in there that they're like
0: I know what you're talking about and I can't like I can't think of the word but I know it's yeah like it's I think culturalism is a good like yeah a good like what is that like a like a like a
1: placeholder. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I was like trying to like indicate with I my know hand. No, I'm you like... did the hand motion, and that's how I put it together. <laughs> it was good. We worked together. Because yeah. I think like I think the show is supposed to be from. I definitely feel that they want it to be from the American perspective of like, wow, French people are rude, and that's really offensive. Because I'm like, you don't have to like make a show. Like, I think you can make a show pointing out cultural differences and how maybe sometimes cultural cultures learn to adapt to other cultures in a way that's, like, much more, like, real. Like, instead, right. it's just making, like, French people look like jerks and American people look stupid, and, and I, it's, like, nobody wins. Well, and, and also,
0: if you're going to a, a, a different country and you're expecting the culture to be the same to yours, guess what? You're going to be disappointed. It's not the same culture. You shouldn't want to change it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should be
1: adapting to
0: what they have because it's, it's respectful. It's, right. Yeah.
1: Like if, if one of them came to the American office and tried to implement all these French rules, like, you know, you just wouldn't yeah. do that. And so the one part that I was ta- so, and that's why I wondered if I was like, <laughs> I think even what it's funny because I was like,
0: cause I wasn't, I was on the fence about watching this show because it seemed like a little too cutesy for me. And I felt, and this is going to sound insane, but it seemed like too happy. And I feel like it would make me depressed because of like how happy it is. But now I kind of want to watch it. No,
1: it's, it's it's like the kissing booth where I don't really know how it got past. Like, I don't know if they had like no checks, you know, how like Ikea, like sits on a chair 400 times to make like there were no like there's nobody watched it 400 times to be like maybe we shouldn't make this like
0: right right
1: um so this one car like, like
0: a thing is tested and yeah yeah
1: okay um
0: yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i just thought that was vague the way you said that i was like what your chair sit on 400 times <laughs> have you ever
1: been to ikea yeah, yeah. i have that machine that like
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I anyway, I, I've right. only been there once. It doesn't so. matter. And then it was, I was in
1: like Kentucky, I think. So it's a stupid analogy for a stupid show. But yeah. I think even when I said 16, that's probably too old. Like maybe if I was like 11 to 13, oh, wow. Emily in Paris would be like, but there is also like adult themes in it, like right. mistresses and sex and everything. And so, so this part that I was talking about that I wanted to bring up is this It's just, it's not even funny. It really bothered me. So Emily left her boyfriend in in Chicago and he called, he like FaceTimed her and they were going to have like phone sex. And so he's like going away with it. Like he's just almost climaxing basically. Then their connection got lost and she hadn't like climaxed or anything so she like finds her vibrator and she plugs it in and guess what it does you're not going to believe it you're not going to believe what happens
0: <laughs> what does it do
1: it turns off all the electricity in the of whole building of course it does <laughs> and I was so disgusted by that point that it's I like was
0: like did you ever see that movie with
1: um yep Ashley Kutcher Mur- or is it Brittany, Brittany Murphy <laughs> I was gonna that's what I was <laughs> That's why I brought it up because that scene a just it's not funny to me. I can't even remember that movie's called. It's called Just Married, I think.
0: Oh, I anyway, it I wasn't good. I'm not a big Ashton Kutcher fan in his comedy roles. So I don't think he's very funny.
1: It wasn't a good movie, but no, it wasn't. <laughs> I've seen also. There's a movie called Leap Year, and this one doesn't that movie involve was a... so
0: stupid. Yeah,
1: this movie doesn't involve a vibrator, but she also tries to plug in her phone and like turns off the whole block, and it's of just course. like the trope of Americans ruining European electric gr- the European electric grid is never funny. And it's not funny when it's the third, at least the third one you've seen. And so that's why I was like, maybe if I was 13, I'd be like, that's so embarrassing that her vibrator made the lights go off, you know? <laughs> right. And then, and then also in the movie, I like the little demo you did. <laughs> her boyfriend. So this is, as I've said multiple times, I love
0: how passionately angry you are about
1: this show. This, this is a year-long stint in France. At the show's in, like the inception of the show, is that it's only supposed to be a year, right? So she left her boyfriend in Chicago, and he's got like these plans to come visit her for a week in Paris, and they're getting ready to for him to come visit, and then he calls like the day before he's supposed to leave, and he starts like he's he's like a total doofus, like he's like. I don't know what I'm gonna do when you're at work all day and she's like well you're gonna be in Paris and he's like yeah but what am I gonna do all day when you're at work so he breaks up with her because he doesn't know what he's gonna do in Paris France for a week while she's working at the office The Louvre. just go to the Louvre it will take you a week just to get through it well yes that was one of the things I thought of another one is like just enjoy being off work for a week with your girlfriend you get
0: to go to fucking Paris like how many people like not a lot of people get to do that right you know
1: and just if you're that bored just go to a cafe at 11 a.m and do like some day drinking and some croissant eating and then when your girlfriend comes home you guys can like do whatever you want what why is why am i the one who knows what you can do in france and it was and i just don't know like what message is this show sending to young women like that's
0: literally what i would do i would go i would drink wine all day i'd eat bread and then i would go to museums
1: sometimes yeah well sometimes at work like work here in america in real life people would complain about like i have so much PTO that I have to use. And I'd be like, Oh my gosh, just have a pajama day. Why is, yeah, this, I don't
0: understand. why is it
1: hard for people to figure out what to do with their time off? I don't like when
0: people, yeah, I don't like, I remember when the whole pandemic happened and people were like, I have so much extra time. Cause I'm not taking time off. I was like, why aren't you <laughs> like, why, why wouldn't you I love taking time off I don't want to work <laughs> like who wants to actually work you know but they're like it's so weird so much time off and it's gonna roll off into the next year and I was like take a fucking week off and relax like it's oh, so crazy weird idea.
1: like complain anyway the show's just like one awful thing yourself
0: to live you know what I mean yeah it's like- just it's an
1: awful show it's an awful message um just everything about it sort of drives me batty and I'm I don't plan on watching any more of it um now I'm really curious and so anyway I it's that's I, my story I don't recommend Emily in Paris and I'm actually like sorry I watched it because I keep having like this like I have subtle rants about it throughout the day and I'll be like you're, you're in Paris. Paris do whatever or you know
0: like, no I get it um that so, it's I thought maybe I would like it because it's Darren Starr, isn't it, that produced it or whatever? You don't know. You don't know? He, I'm, I'm pretty sure it is because he did Sex and the City and he did Younger. And I liked Younger and I liked Sex and the City. Um, Younger, it was, I mean, it's kind of like, have you ever seen that show? No. It's with Sutton Foster and Hilary Duff. And um, Sutton Foster is like in her 40s, but she is trying to have she's like having a hard time finding a job because she was a mom for like 15 years so she didn't work and so she starts lying on her resume and she's like actually i'm 20 i'm 26 oh i think i've heard of that show yeah and um and basically like so she's like living this double life um and having like feelings for her boss and it's with uh what's his name he's married to mariska hargitay peter herman yeah, Peter Herman, he's handsome, very handsome, but it's, it's kind of fun, and I like it, I mean, I've and then, like, but I kind of stopped watching it, because she got together with her boss, and then I was, like, I don't know if I want to continue this, because it was, like, oh, all of that, like, sexual tension, you know what I mean, like, I was, yeah, I was, like, to me, it should have been, like, a lot of sexual tension, and maybe, like, some drama, but they never should have fully ever got together, you know what I mean, big time, but, um, so it's kind of like, well, I would probably like Emily in Paris and I love Lily Collins. I'm a huge fan of her. So, um, but I don't know, but now I want to watch it more now. I did. That was not my intention like, to talk know, for talking about this, it. <laughs> like how, how often does this happen though? Where you're like, listen, don't watch the ballad of Jack and Rose. Cause it's awful. And I was like, I just want to watch the ballad of Jack and Rose. <laughs>
1: That's apples and oranges. Like, the reasons that I recommended not watching The Ballad of Jack and Rose just because it's so intense and so dark and weird. Gross. This is just, like, this show is just garbage. It's like, just it's stupid. it's trash. Like, throw it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand that now you have curiosity because I've talked so yeah. badly about it. It's like The Kissing Booth. Oh, yeah, for sure. It is a lot like The Kissing Booth. Like, I, I am genuinely concerned and confused about what message they're sending. Like, A... Let's Americanize everything. B. Don't get knocked up because your life is over. Yeah. C. Your boyfriend can't hack a year away and doesn't know how to sightsee in freaking Europe. D. Everybody has mistresses. That's another part of the show. Like this guy, who's like, he he owns the cologne that or perfume that they're trying to market and he's like he has a mistress. his mistress is like the boss in france like her little um, emily's boss is like his mistress and and one of the french people was like everyone in france has a mistress his wife probably has a boyfriend and i was like Geez, this is making french people like it makes american people look bad and it makes french people look bad and i'm not saying culturally i know that there are differences but it really just makes everyone look bad it's not flattering for anyone and uh that really bothered me just like like okay i get it whoever made this hates france i think i'll (laughs) I'll probably end up checking it out so speaking of shitty movies or shitty
0: shows i watched the entire twilight series except for twilight i think it was on uh thursday night (laughs)
1: And I was, like, getting really into it for
0: some reason. <laughs> like,
1: I was, like. So you watched I, New Moon and then Breaking I, Dawn. I watched New Moon. Part, part New Moon's one and two. New Moon was my
0: favorite. Or it was my favorite. Um, because Edward's, like, barely in it. And Jacob's in it a lot. And so I made, like, TikTok videos about Jacob. Because I was, like, there's this one scene where uh, Bella and Jacob, like, almost kiss. And I was, like, damn, this is kind of hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, like, the next minute he manipulates and betrays her, like, so badly. Like, literally within seconds. And I was like, fuck Jacob. Fuck this guy. I can't believe it, but I might be a little bit more Team Edward. <laughs> and I was watching this movie. You took and, quite a like, journey. <laughs> I was, like, I was literally, like, getting so into it. Like, I was, like... And I've seen them
1: numerous Jacob is times. such a piss baby. Oh, he's
0: such a whiny... Pit. Like, he... So, the thing is, like, if you... If you look at it like as if they have alternate timelines, like the original timeline is that she becomes a vampire, but the alternate timeline is that Edward never comes back and she stays human, and so she ends up with Jacob. Wait, what? I'm saying like if oh like an al- you like, if it's like your
1: own choose your own adventure yeah, yeah, movie. Yeah, like, okay, saying, like, I was theor- like, did I miss? It? I never read the book, no, 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 so no. I was okay. No,
0: it's um they're not worth reading, honestly. Uh, <laughs> um, However. I do have to say, I one time was, well, I was at a bar. It was like a hole in the wall bar and there was like five people there or something. It was a really, really tiny bar. And I was sitting next to this guy at the bar and we were watching like new moon or something or like one of them (laughs) and he kept asking me all these questions and so we had this like two hour long like twilight discussion and it was like one it was honestly it's one of my fondest memories it was just like like I've never seen that guy again I don't remember his name I don't remember what he looks like it was just like a one time we were just stuff like 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 that he's just like a chill older dude we were just having a good time you know I was probably like 25 or something And, stuff um, like
1: that is really fun yeah. like it's like so <laughs> he was, organic and unexpected and... and it
0: was great like he's like so who is this and how does he relate to this <laughs> and I was like I love this guy like it was awesome <laughs> like he was asking me all these like comprehensive questions because he had never like read the book so it was really cool and um and so I'm watching this this, this movie these movies and I was like I was like, Jacob was driving me more and more crazy. Oh, this is what I was saying. I was saying, theoretically, there's an alternate timeline where Bella did not become a vampire and she stayed a human. Then sure, I'm Team Jacob because I don't think he would have been a whiny piss baby because he would have gotten what he wanted.
1: Well, that's not a good reason to like him. Like, he's not shitty because <laughs> he gets what he wants. I know. Like, <laughs> I, the reason Twilight sucks is because it, 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 like, presents a world where there's only two men in it. Yeah. And she just can't possibly have a different boyfriend or husband. She has to pick between these two only. Yeah,
0: I know. And it was, but it was funny because so I have had a a lot of experiences since I had read the books and everything and as I was watching new moon and I was watching her just be like crushed by this depression of like Edward leaving I was like at first when I first had seen it I was like Bella you're overreacting and now I'm like I feel this he really hurt her because he's like I can't be here with you you know I have to go and she's like why I thought I was coming with you you know and he's like no I don't want you to come and so I I under like I get that he was doing it because he was worried about her being killed, but I think that Edward could have handled it a better way, like been truthful with her. You know. Yeah, the it's communication. Like the, it's in like those the movies. bodyguard thing again. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, someone's trying to kill you, but we're not going to tell you about it. Right. Uh, we're just going to hire this super hot bodyguard.
1: <laughs> Young, I, I you have must have watched a different movie than I did. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. <shut> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Listen, I love you. But shut up. Uh, Anyway, so so I was like, I don't know. So I was like, I got really into the whole movie, and I was like, and and it was just interesting watching like Bella because she kind of like she kind of encourages Jacob a little bit in the beginning. You know, she's like, I don't want you to give up on me. I want you to keep like you know pursuing me. She's yeah, she's a classic like keeping
1: him on the hook,
0: right? Well she is for a second, but then she like, she really is like, no, I've really chosen Edward. And he just does not respect it. He's like, no, I'm going to do whatever it takes for you to love me, for you to be with me. And he's like, and I know you have feelings for me. And she's like, I do, but I love Edward. Right. This is who I've chosen. And so the more I was watching it, the more I was like, I think I'm team Bella. <laughs> so I just like Yeah. I had this like weird emotional like response to it. And it, I had seen, so I watched um, the part two for like the first time ever. But the thing is I had seen so many screenshots from it and so many like just little snippets of it that I, it was like, I'd already seen it.
1: Anyway. They should have let the Voltaire kill their demon child.
0: I can't believe how much <laughs> I enjoyed this
1: viewing of Twilight. though. <laughs> twilight yeah it's those that story is so messed up um uh jacob i guess the moral of twilight is if the guy who has a crush on you goes unfulfilled long enough he'll just groom your child (laughs) Yes,
0: (laughs) and that's
1: messed up i don't know much like i said earlier like i don't know how that didn't get past like all the Test groups like well to it was that in the book where he imprinted on a baby
0: yes but and I'm playing devil's advocate here he does say and he does say it in the movies he says imprinting on someone is not necessarily romantic love it can be like a brother type thing yeah I know but I don't I don't buy that I think it's romantic
1: then why did Bella get so pissed off at him when she's like, you imprinted on my baby? That's romantic. It's exactly, like... exactly. So and he can she, say whatever he wants. It's she like... goes,
0: you named her after the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> did she say
1: that? Because
0: <laughs> he calls her Nessie and she gets super pissed. He goes,
1: you nicknamed her the Loch Ness Monster. Oh my gosh. Like, what is Jacob going to do when... Renesmee gets to be an adult and wants to date other people like is well, he gonna flip she'll out be an
0: adult within seven years physically she'll be an adult oh yeah yeah because that's how fast because she like from a baby grew very quickly you know and it was it was funny because I was like wow I really like Renesmee's power she's so cool like it was just I had this like weird Emotional journey. You were taken on a Twilight. journey. Yeah. An I imaginative did. journey. It was. Like, and I've I mean I've tried like I wouldn't say I have any particularly strong feelings towards Twilight. Like, I think for the most part, it's it could have been way better written and the characters could have been way better <laughs> told. Like like Bella is a pretty two-dimensional character. But I also am like a huge fan of Kristen Stewart. So that kind of helps a lot because I like I love her as Bella. I don't care what people say. I think she's great. You know, I'll defend her till the end.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I like Kristen Stewart as well. Um yeah. I really came around on her with the movie Adventureland. Uh, and I I really like her. Um, there's a part in New Moon that drives me nuts because I feel like no, absolutely no thought was put into it, and it drives it just it gets on my nerves. And it's when she offers she offers to or the guy at school is a blonde guy wants to take her out to a movie. Oh yeah, Uh, and she's like, I can't remember his name. Yeah, and she's at that stage in her grief where if she like experiences an adrenaline rush, she sees like a floating head of Edward, like reprimanding her which is you know you really miss somebody when you miss them like telling you what to do I guess (laughs) but um well he was protecting "Uh, her uh, from uh, danger you didn't (laughs) say the magic word like um so she's like (laughs) nice Jurassic Park reference she said yeah let's go see this movie this new movie called Face Punch and that bothers me because it's a movie called Face Punch and then the guy is such a pansy that he like leaves the movie and throws up and i think how gross can a movie called face punch actually be for a teenage boy
0: well i think he got i think he got food poisoning
1: i thought that he just said that because he was like saving face oh
0: man you could be right you could be very I would okay i would
1: sympathize him if he was like oh my mom made shellfish before this and i I think i'm gonna shit my pants but he (laughs) seemed like he was grossed out by the
0: movie it did but then he like he like walked by later and he's like I have to go home I think I have food poisoning so oh I thought
1: he was just like "Uh -uh. you're too you're too uh you're too wild for me Bella I have to make up an excuse so you don't think I'm a pansy
0: yeah well he wanted her to see a romantic comedy with him he was like let's go see this romantic comedy it's really cute it was obviously meant to be a date you know and she's oh yeah "Ah." I'm just going to bring a third wheel and we could go see something that's totally not romantic at all. But that's like, I would also do that. Not like the third wheel thing, but I would also be like, Ew, I don't want to go see a romantic comedy. I'd rather see an action film, you know? Well, but it like- depends on the movie. <laughs> like,
1: I like romantic comedies, and but I it, i feel like it's a, I would have
0: to be really, like, wanting to see it, you know?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, like, I'm not going to just agree to go see any old garbage. Right. Rumor has it. You're gonna- <laughs> no, I'm
0: like, I just, I don't Someone know. Someone brought me to rumor has it. I'd be like, what are you thinking? <laughs> you're going to have sex with my mom and my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Ew. <laughs> yeah, anyway, so it was fun.
1: No, that sounds a like moment. a fun little dream. They are, they are fun and amusing to like watch and kind of be like, what? But I, I agree. And Team Bella. Pretty, like, too. Yeah. Like, aesthetically
0: very pretty. Oh, okay. You
1: yeah. Know? I actually don't think the first one is that terrible i i mean it's it's dumb in ways, but it's not like it's you know i think it's fine it's i like i
0: like new moon the best like that's no matter what, that, that always seems to be my favorite. Um, I would say eclipse is a close second though, but oh, I
1: forgot. So is it twilight, uh, new moon, eclipse, breaking dawn? Yeah. Is breaking dawn in two parts or is breaking dawn? Yeah. Yeah. Two parts. Oh my gosh. There's is, five. It did not there's need five to be movies. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about eclipse. What happens in eclipse?
0: So I have a story to tell you real quick. So, um, Val, who's been a, uh, you know, a guest on this one time was like, it was years and years ago and she's like Lauren what is the um what's the name of the third Twilight book and what's it about and I go well it's um it's named um you know it's a it's about the the name of it it, it's a it's about she goes you don't remember do you and I go I don't remember it at all (laughs) I couldn't remember the name or right what it was about or anything. Jeez. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, I don't remember it at all. Like, what what so, happens um, in it?
0: She is um confronted by Laurent, who is one of the other vampires, who was traveling with James, who attacked her in the first one in Victoria. Okay, so victoria's the redheaded. She was played originally by like Rachel of Lefe- lefevre or whatever, and then later by bryce dallas howard Mm -hmm. i like bryce dallas howard so i i like that they did that casting i think she's just kind of a better actress um and uh shit victoria i almost called her rachel so victoria wants to kill bella because james was killed because of bella even though it was because he attacked her oh yeah yeah and so she's like she's creating basically this army of, oh like, yeah. newborn vampires to come and attack them which i think could be interesting but what what always bugged me about twilight is that the newborn vampires for some reason are like super strong like this is just in the books they didn't they didn't mention it in the movie but in the books they're like super strong like stronger than an older vampire and i was like that doesn't make sense <laughs> i know i was like are babies super strong when they're first born <laughs> you know what i mean like just like come on you know um and like and but then in the movie they were like they were like it's not that they were strong it's that they were at their most chaotic and I was like oh that makes sense I can understand that because sure you're born and then all of a sudden you're like I need to drink blood like and you do have like these new
1: powers that you're like have you know like you're like oh wow look what i can do oh yeah i mean yeah. if i
0: just turned into a vampire i would be causing havoc like i mean i'm not gonna lie i'd be like fuck yeah i'm a fucking vampire bitch you know you like come over and let me eat your brains <laughs> you're a zombie vampire i'm a zombie i'm a zompire yes but i don't rot because that's disgusting <laughs> <sighs> anyway so, yeah, it was fun.
1: What's the one where Edward <laughs> Edward goes to Italy and, like, takes his shirt That's off in public? Moon. And I'm like, oh, Edward, what are you doing? Like, That's new have you ever seen a scrawny man looking sad take his shirt off?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it was really funny because the entire time I was like, why does Edward look like a, like, Victorian teenage boy? Yeah, that he drives, looks like he has, of, like, like,
1: tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, have you ever seen a body with no muscle mass <laughs> Well, let me show it to you.
0: 1% fat. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, oh, <laughs> 1% fat, 1% brain activity. <laughs> no, actually, I actually think that's the, the like tagline for Zoolander or something. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was fun. I'm glad I watched them. I had a good time. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Are you ready to talk about the movie? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Alan Quartermain and the Temple of Skulls is about a woman who approaches this guy, Alan Quartermain, because her brother's gone missing. <laughs> and she's also with a companion, and we never really know what their relationship is. I thought they're both brother- It's No, it's a brother or sister. No, he they're not related, though. They have different
1: last names. Why well, did the brother... I thought they were... I thought that the... It's brother, sister, and they're looking for their brother. I don't think so. They have, like, different last names. Do they? Yeah.
0: Hers is, like, hair sport and his, his is something else. Oh. Well, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'm just going to start over again. <laughs> no,
1: oh, keep going. Okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> anyway, so
0: they hire this guy, and he takes them on this, this journey to try and find their brother and, and not on... <laughs> as they're going this other dude is chasing them and that's basically this and then they find the brother. It's that's basically
1: it's not very like
0: comprehensive or anything
1: like that. Yeah. They're they have like a treasure map that ends up being pointless. Yeah. yeah no, it's yeah.
0: Um so I think I already know the answer. <laughs> but what did you
1: think of this movie? <laughs> She's silent. <laughs> I have no words. <laughs> I don't understand this movie. I actually, like, I, I, my opinion of it is I, I did not care for it one single bit. I didn't understand why it was made because I, well, I was anticipating it being like a spoof movie and being funny, like a spoof of Indiana Jones, but it wasn't funny. So it was. But wasn't- it's
0: actually, Indiana Jones is based after Alan Quatermain because the original book was written in the late 1800s.
1: Yeah, I thought that the movie was going to be a spoof of the Indiana Jones movies. Oh, I got you, I got you. I did see that Indiana Jones was, like, inspired by Alan Quartermain. Yeah. But I don't know what, like, instead it was just, like, so serious. Like, the whole movie was, like, serious. There wasn't, like, comedy bits. There wasn't anything. It was just, it was like a student film. That's what it felt like to me. And I interacted with Ken. So, Ken... Uh, suggested this listener Ken yes. suggested this, and if you have been listening for any amount of time, you know that listener Ken also suggested Holy Motors. So, <laughs> Ken, listen, are, I got
0: some stuff to say about this.
1: <laughs> we are two for two. Um, so Lauren posted on the Facebook that it was our new movie, and Ken's response was, "I'm sorry, laughing face." So that was a good sign. And <laughs> while I was watching the movie, uh, while I was watching the movie. I kept losing interest in the movie and starting to do other things like play on my phone. And I'd be like, oh, my gosh, I have to pay attention to this movie because this Mm -hmm. is for the podcast. So then I'd pay attention to the movie. And I watched it with Mike. And we watched it on Amazon. and, And it's free with commercials on Amazon. So on the commercial break, like, he had to go up to his kitchen for something. So I went with him. And while I was up there, I was like, oh, I bet the movie has started by now. So I have to go back down. And it it only started for like just a couple seconds. And I said to him, I actually have to go back downstairs because I have to actually watch this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I got down there. I didn't miss anything, unfortunately. Um, But (laughs) you'd have to rewind it anyway, right? (laughs) Yeah. While I was watching the movie, I got on Facebook and I commented to Ken's, I'm sorry. And I said, Ken, how did you ever see this? And why did you suggest it? (laughs) And he said, how? Oh, that's a long tale for a cold and stormy night. Why? Because it was such an awful movie. So bad. Like just some of the worst acting and writing ever. Sorry, I have this need to <laughs> inflict my awful choices on others. Misery loves company and all that smiley face. Later on, he says, like, it's perfect for MST3K slash Riff Tracks, but it's also kind of so bad that that wouldn't even yeah. save it. And I agree. It It's so bad that that wouldn't even save it. I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what, what like what was what the filmmaker's point of view? Why did they make the movie? There's no, no comedy. comedy. It's not really that good. It's Alan Corcoran. It's not good at all. A, a hair, a terrible haircut. A hair, oh my god. Oh my god terrible, it was a terrible haircut. <laughs> a terrible haircut with like the flattest like weird bangs I don't understand why he
0: didn't just brush it back from his head like it kept bothering me I was like just push it back yeah just, it's Do like you, they purposely like, I was like, look sexy with your hair pushed back. <laughs>
1: yes, <exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't like it how did you feel about it
0: so I thought it was hilarious <laughs> I like legitimately like not hilarious intentionally I thought it was unintentionally hilarious. You did say Sam, that to me. I am not kidding. I was walking around my apartment just randomly bursting out laughing. Like, I thought it was so fucking stupid and so fucking funny. Like, because of how bad it was, I literally, like, there was just certain parts. Like, I will get one, one of the biggest parts that made me laugh. I'll get into later. <laughs> it's just like, I Stop laughing and I'm still laughing about this movie. I thought it was hilarious. Like I was like, this is the like this is the funniest non-funny movie I've ever seen. It was it was just so dumb. (laughs) Like like, so, first of all, the first thing I noticed was the director, the editor, and the cinematographer were all the same person. It was all Mark (laughs) Atkins. That's why I I
1: thought it was a student film. (laughs) And I
0: was like immediately, I was like (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, mm. secondly, I was like, I was like, okay, so this guy that plays Alan Quartermain is like a poor man's Gary Oldman, and he's got like none of the charisma or charm of like Gary Oldman, though, you know what I mean?
1: And se- like... <laughs> That, like <laughs> oh my gosh this is i think this is the most emotion somebody has had in response to this awful movie ever
0: <laughs> it just it, it, it's there's just so many things like lady like la- what was her name lady Mary. anna lady anna wow okay um like lady anna and henry i had no idea what their relationship henry was
1: poor time. man's michael fassbender did you think that <laughs> i thought he
0: looked kind of like just a generic like um he looked actually really familiar but when I looked him up I couldn't find anything but I started like I started thinking it was even more funny that he was in this movie because he's in a lot of those like straight to DVD like like serial killer like films where they're like trying to capture the serial killer but like you can tell that it's not good because first of all the font is always like really bad on those like straight. you know what I mean like papyrus yeah they're like yeah papyrus (laughs) avatar <laughs> <laughs> um and um so i was like reading through and there was like he was like in a btk one and one about like ted bundy and all this stuff and i was like this guy's like a b actor at best like if he oh like, a b
1: actor is being generous i think it is too. <laughs> actually as soon as i said it i was like, d- I don't know, like maybe a d actor yeah d as but in dog nah. i can
0: kind of see what you mean he's like a skinny michael fassbender like a poor man's he Michael had a Kazmier. similar like mouth set up
1: yeah yeah and a close cut hairdo and like to me he
0: just looked like a generic white guy that's like the he's he looks like he looks like the fiance of like every like hallmark movie heroine yes yes that gets yes. dumped for the hotter like cowboy or
1: whatever or in some movies he probably plays the hotter cowboy Uh, it's they're interchangeable but yeah they totally are yeah you're right yeah
0: like he's like the whiny like oh i have to work or whatever and she's like well i'm just gonna go enjoy my christmas in the country and then she falls in love with a hot cowboy because she realizes that it's not about being in the city the the, whatever anyway
1: (laughs) no keep going Um, that sounds like a better movie thank you yeah (laughs) and
0: so i The first thing that I noticed, uh, just (laughs) not including the terrible non-existent dialogue of those like first characters that were like, like prospectors or whatever they were, they're like just wandering around. And I was like, okay, who are they? You know, like the end, I was like, fine. The beginning
1: is totally pointless to the right. It just oh, gives yeah. a backstory to how the map got ripped in half, like, which we don't even need to know. No, no, you don't. And the, also the map,
0: like, what? I'm sorry, this movie just made me laugh so much. I was not
1: expecting this um, reaction from you, so this is amusing. <laughs> no,
0: I'm not kidding. I thought this movie was hilarious. Like, <laughs> I, like, was laughing the entire movie. These two prospectors are, like, walking around or, like, riding around on their horses, and they're just kind of, like, like, the whole scene is, like, them narrow- like narrowing their eyes and, like, looking from side to side. Like, that's literally, like, the entire <laughs> scene, and what cracked me up is the map was, like, give me a piece of paper. No, no, it can just be from the printer. What I want you to do is crumple it up a bunch of times and then I want you to write on it (laughs) like with a calligraphy pen. And they're like, they're like, what language is close to Spanish? Portuguese. Perfect.
1: (laughs) It's just like, I don't know. It just, it was. I also thought it was interesting that the skeleton that was holding the map was a skeleton, but so presumably the person had been there long enough yes. to turn into a skeleton, but the map was in pristine condition. Yes, and I, that's exactly thing, what I said out loud. I was like, right, but the map is totally in the, untouched. Well, and the implement that stabbed him and killed him was still standing up on edge. So it's <laughs> it was that lodged. Like, I guess I guess if the guy was laying on the ground when he was stabbed, but if he was standing up and like harpooned, it would not have lodged. So it just stayed standing for what months and months. And yeah,
0: well, like and after he's out, like he's skeletonized. Yeah. You know? It's just still standing. Yeah. It's
1: in his rib cage, but it's still standing. I don't know.
0: So we're introduced to Anna and Henry, two people who we have no idea their connection, no idea their relationship. And you know what? We never find it out ever. I've, like the entire movie, I was like, are are they engaged are they dating like i'm like i think it's weird that it's it's so it's like approximately 1880s to like 1920s because i looked it up because i was curious as to when it like took place
1: oh really yeah, i thought so, that they were trying to trick us with like because he was wearing like name brand button downs and cargo i have pants. a lot i have a lot to say about it that, was supposed actually.
0: to be in the 1800s it's like it so originally the book was written in like the 1880s or like late eighteen hundreds, but I guess that they kind of like at first it was eighteen eighties, and then they were like later the books were like in the nineteen twenties. So it's kind of like what is that anachronistic? 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 You know where it's where it's. <laughs> I'm not really sure when it was supposed to take place, but yeah, it was. It's supposed to be like early nineteen hundreds, late eighteen hundreds. Oh so, yeah. wow! Yeah. It looked very modern. Okay. I have a lot to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> so i have so many notes i'm not fucking kidding like so many notes so i'm you know what i'm just going to talk about it since we're talking about it now. i think
1: you should just just so let it go stream of consciousness you have more to say than i have to say oh girl i got so, a lot to say yeah um, i'm gonna let you take the reins on this one all right
0: cool okay so <laughs> my first thought was that was me snoring <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> my first thought so we're introduced to um, Alan Quartermain's, uh, like, maid or in-house living person, whatever, Umbapa. <laughs> first thought was, hey, Umbapa, um, 2001, Hillary Duff called. She's going to the Kids' Choice Awards this afternoon, and she needs her outfit back. <laughs> She's. Oh no! I'm not like. I'm not serious. I don't know if you really wore that. <laughs> oh, no. I was just making like a vague rap or like a vague joke.
1: But I got very excited. Outfit,
0: like, okay, first of all, I've worn that fucking shirt. Not exactly that shirt, but I've worn a shirt that looks just like that. This woman's wearing jeans. She's wearing the most like contemporary-looking outfit ever. But this movie takes place in the 1900s, like the early <laughs> 1900s. I was like why is she wearing clothes that are from 80 years in the future
1: (laughs) this makes this makes like so much more sense now because i thought it was a modern day movie because their wardrobe was modern no it's not it's just i mean it doesn't make the movie better it it just is but i still that that kind of makes sense because such weird like his son was at dragon school why was his I son, missed that one. he had a letter from the boarding school or the school his son was at and it was called like Dragon School. And is Alan Quartermain's whole motivation in the movie just paying for his son's tuition? Like, I don't even know. The because- letter for the son's school came up multiple times and it was like, you owe 7,000 pounds for tuition. And then, how did I totally miss that? You were too busy laughing, I guess. And <laughs> was so I was like so his motivation, I guess, for even helping Lady Anna and Sir Henry was just getting money so he could pay for his son's continued education at Dragon School. Dragon School. And what is Dragon to, School?
0: <laughs> um, you obviously learned to tame and ride dragons.
1: <laughs> that would have been much more interesting.
0: Um, so... So, first of all, yeah, and Henry, like, Henry's outfit was, like, some button-down. Eddie Bauer like, shirt. It was, I mean, yeah, like, I literally, I was watching this movie, and I was like, that's, I've seen Chandler Bing wear that in an episode of Friends, <laughs> yeah. like, in the, like, in the, like, late 90s. Yeah.
1: And. It had a tag on it and everything, like, oh, on the I mean, pocket. It
0: was, it was terrible. It's like, yeah. someone was, like, it's like the director, Mark Atkins, <laughs> I'm calling you out, Mark Atkins. He was, like, listen. Here's 20 bucks, go to Salvation Army, go to Goodwill, and just get stuff that looks vaguely like it's from the 1920s. And they were
1: drinking, they were drinking beer from bottles with labels on them and yeah, stuff, which, it was,
0: it was very weird. That Did it, not seem like an 1800s, no, 1900s. It was very lazily done in yeah. that aspect. And that, it, like, actually, I would say that took me out of the movie more than anything else did. The fact that they were so—they had such modern clothes
1: on, isn't that funny? Like, of all the things, that is funny. That that is like I couldn't stop
0: focusing on Mbappe's outfit. Like, I was like, I was like, what are you wearing? What are you? What are you wearing? I was like, this is from—I wore this to high school. (laughs) What are you wearing? It just—it drove me nuts. And so, um, and I also thought. That it was hilarious that the gunshots sounded like puffs of air.
1: Well, it, <laughs> the sound design in the movie was so awful. Like, when they were walking on the floor, opening doors, or walking on grass or dirt, it, it sounded just like, I don't know, it it just sounded awful. I
0: know. I noticed that, too. I noticed that th- there was one scene, and they were, like, far away, but you could hear, like, it sounded like they were up close, which is pretty normal for, like, for movies but you could also hear every single move that their feet made in this fucking grass. And I was like, I was like, does someone not know how like to work different I mean, it was just like,
1: why are your feet mic'd? Like they don't have to mic the feet. (laughs)
0: Also you also, you don't mic the person while they're walking far away. You have them talk and then you do a fucking voiceover. Like it's so, I mean, duh, like, yeah. It's like, it's like, you don't, it's like you don't go to like a you know film in like a nightclub and have everyone screaming at each other no you have it so like in uh there was an episode oh I never watched the show but uh I remember seeing a behind the scenes thing for um what was that show um it was like the male version of the l word
1: oh wait no I don't know queer as folk
0: yeah queer as folk yeah Hal Sparks was in it. I have his autograph, by the way. (laughs) It's kind of fun. Anyway. How'd you meet him? I'd never met him. My friend met him. Oh. He went to uh, Northern Northern University in Marquette. Oh, okay. And my friend, (laughs) and I had like a broken ankle at the time, so I was like 18. And my friend went up to him and she goes, my friend loves you. <laughs> and so she was like, my friend has a broken ankle and she's really bummed because she can't meet you. And so he wrote Heal Baby and then he signed it. Oh, and that's I, nice. I have it on my little corkboard. board. Um, oh, that's cool. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, he said, or he, Hal Sparks had said that they had filmed the scene in a nightclub, but there, the the sound wasn't, like the music wasn't playing so they added the music after. Oh yeah, I think and they I, do that a
1: lot in like soap operas as yeah, well. Yeah, and I thought yeah. that that was really clever. I was like,
0: oh, that's a clever way to do this. So they just when, have like a
1: metronome or something, so you're dancing to the beat. Right, yeah. right, right.
0: So like, I was like, okay, that's clever. So then when they had this scene where they're like walking through, the, I was like, what are you doing? I was like, this is terrible sound design. Like it's just the whole, <laughs> like the whole movie was just so bad, and I. Like, I really, like, I just really had a hard time, like, the, these characters' actions. Like, so they're getting on the train, and for some reason, Mary leaves. Anna. Oh, Anna. <laughs> why
1: did I go to keep I don't know. A, uh, I don't he, know why I even corrected you. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. I know, anymore. right? Nothing <laughs> matters anymore.
0: Um, so Anna, like, leaves with Quartermain. She has no idea. She's never met this guy before. Just, like, only met him once. And they're like kind of rude to him the entire time too. Like they're like they're like, You don't wanna do what we're asking you to do and I'm like, Why does he have to? He doesn't owe you anything. There's He's-
1: no like the motivations of the people are totally mysterious. Well, you find out she wants to save her brother, but I don't know what and maybe he just really does want to pay his son's tuition, but all of them just sort of like plop together in the same place. And yeah. suddenly they want to uh, like be in a group with him. Yeah. for and no never, reason.
0: again, you never hear how Henry and, and Anna are connected, mm-hmm. you know, almost called her Mary again. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have no idea how Henry and Anna know each other other than he knows Neville, who's her brother. So I'm like, okay. So I'm, I'm like, uh, like, I have no idea. And, and, and there's no, and he's kind like, to me, Henry was kind of like the best part in the movie, just because he was like a little bit more interesting than anyone else, but barely. <laughs> um, and, <clears throat> and he was just kind of happy and cute. So I was like, okay. But, uh, it, like, it was, so like her and her and Quartermain are going on a, on a train, which for some reason only has two cars which really bugged me too because i was like i feel like a train would have more cars than that. yeah unless it's your private car you know
1: it has two cars nobody else is in the train except for them and it goes i don't know five miles per hour
0: (laughs) you you could literally like walk along beside it yeah exactly and so this guy ainsley or whatever is it's ainsley hold on let me see here so yeah, A- Ainsley, Ainsley, yeah, whatever. Anyway, Hartford, I'm just going to call him Hartford. Hartford. So Hartford's going after them.
1: And what is he like after the map or whatever? Or this half of the map <laughs> or something? So or like. Him and Quartermain, qu- I guess it's like Quartermain. Cotter, Cottermain, because there's no R before the T. That's... It's, it's, qu- it's Quartermain. Quartermain? Quartermain. Quartermain.
0: I think it's still pronounced like quarter, but it's just Quartermain.
1: There's no R before the T. Yeah, tea. you don't, you don't yeah. pronounce anyway, the first R. so Alan is... <laughs> Alan, that works too. Him, him and uh, Hartford have this, like, business transaction where Hartford's going to give him, like, 10,000 pounds. So I got excited because I'm like, good, his son can stay at school. Like, I was, I was so concerned because I saw the letter. School. I saw the letter and I was like, what is he going to do? So he's got this briefcase or this, like, bag, this modern messenger bag. <laughs> With <laughs> with ten ten thousand pounds in it, and Alan Quatermain Quatermain so <laughs> I'm gonna spend the episode sorry, just trying to pronounce sorry, his voice. So- I'm not offended. Um, so he gives him the half of the treasure map that he has, and Hartford is like, "What's this?" A map for ants? No, he didn't say that. <laughs> he he like got all pissy because it was only half a map, and so the deal was off. Right. And then so Alan, I would have been like, here's five thousand. I'm not gonna give you ten thousand. Yeah. They'll why didn't they just take half, like the, half map, the money? Like, anyway, so the transaction was off, and then for unbeknownst like, unknown reasons, Hartford started shooting at Quartermain. He
0: just won, yeah, he and was then-
1: feeling like he was
0: seeing red. Yeah,
1: for, I don't know why he got his money back. It's not like Quartermain ran away with the money or anything. No, he didn't screw him over at all. <laughs> there was, was, a- was like- as sorry, as 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 that's as
0: all I got. Yeah, it
1: like- was as if it didn't happen. And then, so Quartermain gets on the train, and Hartford, like, drives, like, blocks the, the train. Track. Yeah. And then Hartford is, like, shooting, he shoots the conductor, and he, like, is trying to kill them. And I'm like, why is he so mad? Like, what... There's no reason for it. They like, like he he didn't want the half of the map and then he decided he did, but instead of like offering another deal, he just tries to kill him. And then well and then he he never like really did he ever
0: even get on the train or was he just on a horse? Cuz I He was on
1: he he was on a in a car. Oh, in a, a car, truck. Right. He was in a truck. Right. A modern-looking truck. So maybe it was like the 1920s, but and then there's this scene where well, you but get even a wide
0: like modern, you know, like
1: you get a yeah, you get a wide, like establishing shot of the train, and it's it's train it's a train that's going across like a very flat area. Ugh. And so Lady Anna and Quartermain jump off the train on the opposite side of the tracks from where the truck is, and they just get up and start walking. And I was like, Well, surely Harvard isn't that much of an idiot. Like yeah, would see them. <laughs> that is
0: a- I literally wrote that down. I was like, why did Quartermane think that jumping off the train would be safer than staying on? Because all Hartford has to do is go do a, a
1: Yui. Yeah. Pull a
0: Yui, and then go boom, boom. Oh, you're dead. Exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. And then they're just walking. Like there's no danger anymore. It's as if Hartford just followed the train to wherever its new destination was in his truck. I don't know <laughs> what happened. <laughs> I know. There was
0: the biggest issue I had with this movie is that it was written as if there is a wealth of knowledge that the viewer and audience are supposed to be aware of, but we have absolutely no knowledge of. They're (laughs) just assuming that we know. And it was, so there's like, like stuff like that where he just disappears. And I was like, where did he go? And you're suddenly not in danger. And I was like, why would you jump off the train? I'm like, your soft human bodies are not going to stop bullets, but that metal might, you know what I mean? Just speed
1: the train up. Yeah.
0: Like it's, I don't know it's just like just lie on the floor of the train and chat he'll lose it right
1: yeah and and like
0: and Alan has guns it's not like he's totally he does
1: yeah he has like a little pistol or whatever yeah so
0: he's not it's not like he has no sort of protection you know it's so that bothered me though because she follows him and she's like She's like, I'm going to go wherever that gentleman's going. And uh, and Henry's like, I'll meet you there. And I was like, where, Henry? You don't even know where you're going, you idiot. Like <laughs> This
1: two-car train is the only way out of this little town. <laughs>
0: Apparently. Yeah. And it was like, he's like, I'll meet you there. And I was like, but why are you staying here? And he, you, it's never revealed. You just,
1: he yeah. just somehow knows where Alan lives. Yeah, then they they somehow, they get to his house. Yeah. And Lady Anna decides to take a bath and so there's this ridiculous scene where I think we're supposed to be titillated that she's like naked in the bathwater, and she's like and there's people shooting in the windows and she's like throw me a towel and he throws her like a tiny washcloth and I was like oh okay this is gonna be comedic because she's gonna have to try to figure out is it boobs or vagina which am I covering up right but then what happens is she goes, well, throw me a shirt or something. So he throws her a shirt and she gets out and he doesn't even ogle her. Like there's no, it's just, it was well, it was myself, all just pointless.
0: He wanted her to get out of the tub while people were, were actually shooting. shooting. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you want her to get out of the tub so she's going to die? Because
1: that's what I would be like, no, I'm not going to get right. out of the tub. I'm like like she was ducked below the side of the tub and there was a gunman literally like the window was, he was, was like. Yeah, shooting through the Standing there, and I was like, Why would you tell her to get out of the tub? I, that I drove
0: me nuts. So there's also a part where Henry talks to Umbapa and he's like, Oh, you haven't this okay. <laughs> so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go with my train of thought. So he's like, Oh, your accent sounds very familiar. Where are you from? And she's just like vague look <laughs> off in the distance, not gonna respond because I'm gonna be all shady. And I was like, Okay. And she's just like, no, I'm, I'm not from anywhere. I'm not, I'm like, you, you don't know. And he's like, no, but like, I, I recognize your accent and I think for some reason in whoever wrote this mind that that was supposed to be the point where we go, oh yeah,
1: she's going to be a future queen. <laughs> she's hiding something. <laughs> she said, yeah. It, cause, cause when Quartermane was like, If I don't come back in five weeks, mail this letter to my son, but make sure to, but then he's like, make sure to mail this other letter tomorrow, which was the tuition i was nervous about the tuition like right. i was like is it gonna get and i don't even know if she posted that letter because she ended up coming with them right so i assume that the kid was expelled and that's gonna ruin i mean it's gonna make him a laughing stock at school I he's know. not gonna he's gonna fall behind in his studies I, we care deeply about and this child i just need amazed. to know i need to make sure that he's okay and right. that the tuition was paid and umbapa i don't care if she's queen is- of the world. She. Was still employed by him at that time. She didn't mail the letter with the tuition in it. And I don't care if you're being shot at. This is a child's education.
0: You know what they do when you don't pay your tuition? They feed you to the dragons.
1: They feed you to the dragons. Yeah.
0: And they burn you to a crisp. The dragons. And then they eat you. Yep. That's exactly what happened. So
1: I hope he's happy. I hope she's happy. Yep.
0: Being all the queen or whatever.
1: Yeah, I thought that there was this part at the table when when he was asking her to mail those letters, and she's like, I should come with you. And he's like, don't come with me. Go find your own people. And she's like, I would be useful to you. And I was like, she's got something. She's hiding something. She knows something. I don't know why she didn't tell him right then and there. Like, I'm queen of the Zulus, but... Cause I believe it's, I believe they're the Zulus because in the credits, so they were speaking the Zulu language. Oh, I'm not okay, just throwing okay. out a term. I assumed okay, yeah, that they I were Zulu, sure we the Zulu, Zulu tribe, because it said that's what, that's the language they were speaking. Right. Right. So I wasn't just saying something. No, no. I, I, <laughs> I had to you. clarify. Um, so, okay. So I.
0: First of all, I have to say that the name Alan Quartermain sounded familiar and I couldn't figure out why it sounded familiar, like way before I'd watched this movie. And I realized it's because it was the name of Sean Connery's character in the movie, A League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Which was also a terrible movie.
1: <laughs> Anything he touches. Not Sean Connery. I mean, Alan Quartermain.
0: Yeah, no, I um. That, I had a, I actually posted a rant on Instagram about one of the characters because they used Dorian Gray, and then, like, so Dorian Gray, like, his whole thing is that he is a portrait that ages, and he stays the same age, right? And he was played by um, uh, Stuart Townsend. Oh, okay. Okay. So, he, he like there there's like this other character like Mina from like Dracula but she's like a vampire even though like in Dracula she's like not a vampire she's like human and she kind of gets turned but then Dracula dies whatever anyway I'm just going from the Francis Ford Coppola movie um and anyway so she like he for some reason just has this like portrait like chilling right near his bed and she like lifts up the portrait and like exposes it to him and then he dies and I was like okay so I read the book and that's not what happened. <laughs> First of all, he looked at that portrait all the time because he was obsessed with himself. He was like a total narcissist. Oh, yeah. And he would like, like, he would look at it, like, and just stand there, like, naked and, like, look and compare, like, his body to the way the portrait looked, you know? Is because, the portrait naked? Yeah. Um, I don't think so because it was, it was painted by his friends. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, But anyway, so I went on this whole rant and I was like, if you're going to write Dorian Gray, at least do it right. And I was so mad about it. and Like I posted on Instagram and anyway, um, (laughs) but I thought that that was funny and I was like, oh, that makes more, more sense. And I was like, huh, that movie was also really shitty interesting anyway yeah, so
1: ken when are you gonna ask us to review uh, league of extraordinary <laughs> 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 just kidding
0: <laughs> um so there i want to talk so that tub scene there's like a, a part where he's like reaching across her or whatever <laughs> like they have this like moment <laughs> in the tub where i was like what's what's happening like is this is this supposed to be
1: romantic? I would have liked it if Quartermain had been running to save her and had like a two handed fall where his her breasts like stabilized <laughs> him. At least that would have been exciting.
0: <laughs> and so they had this just this like weird moment where she's like, You should you look sexy with your hair pushed back. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm just gonna wear it like a fucking weirdo, <laughs> like like greasy, like night. Like Yeah. Nighty, did like- you ever see um Ugh. did you ever
1: see Wedding Crashers? Yeah. The the brother of Rachel McAdams, who's like really like emo and he and he paints the picture. That's <laughs> yeah. who Alan Quartermane reminds me of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh man. The actor that they chose was like it, it, like it just there's nothing special or interesting about him he he didn't bring any sort of like vibrance to the role like it wasn't like I was like wow even though this movie's crap this guy is compelling as fuck like it was never anything like that you know so um and then so like they're walking right and they um get like hit like there's all those locusts or whatever it was
1: <laughs> what was that there i don't know if those locusts are bees or something i I probably locusts right and they they take shelter and what happened to lady anna i don't even <laughs> i don't even know I actually wrote
0: that so so first of all all the looks on their faces of all these like locusts fly over them is like is like mild trepidation but it's more like it's more like a look of like oh weird I was at the deli counter and my number got skipped over <laughs> it wasn't like it was kind of like a slightly worried look but it wasn't like a it wasn't like a shit there are fucking like millions of locusts out there and we might I don't know die or catch <laughs> one in our mouths a couple times or whatever um crunchy protein <laughs> anyway, so and then suddenly so they're like then suddenly like quarter means taking off Anna's shoe and I thought that was and I okay I hate feet like I think feet are disgusting I hate feet but that I thought was the best part of the entire movie because it was like this slow almost like sexy taking off of her boot and it I don't know maybe
1: (laughs) you're looking at me like I'm crazy (laughs) why how did she get injured we and what was her injury? Because she was just fine. Like after he took her boot off, she, yeah, I, I don't know. She, cause that's the thing is that we
0: never saw her get injured. We never saw her trip. And all of a sudden he's like, I'm very worried about your ankle. I was like, why? Yeah. Like, and he's like, let me touch your foot
1: erotically <laughs> <laughs> maybe the actor is just like quentin tarantino and he has a fetish she's just he's just like, like mm. i think we should uh, find a way for quarterman to take her shoe off and i like, just really want to no, touch it's her foot. really not necessary you don't have to take her shoe off no i, I think this would be good for quarterman to take her shoe off
0: i think i think i'm going to yeah
1: was just being like a damsel in distress i yeah, guess like
0: and she's like i'm fine and they like they handed her like like Mbappe um, handed her this like plant that was like coated in like that's, dirt. She's like, Eat this. I would have been like
1: that's like no thinly veiled racism to me. I in some way I don't know if racism is the right word, but like, oh, here's this native African woman who just rips off leaves and it's it heals you like well, that's Like what
0: and where did she find this? It's not it like, looked have- like it
1: was just dead leaves that she rolled up <laughs> and said, Eat this. I know, and I was I like, What eat this? I what is it? And it's like you have to trust me because I'm an African woman and and I just know things like and right. I don't know maybe racist isn't the word for it but it's definitely like tone prejudice? deaf prejudice maybe just be yeah. like like there's no scene of her being like I know i know what can heal a broken ankle it's a leaf let me find it instead she's just like i've scavenged these things and you need to eat (laughs) like
0: why no it's like she just like it's like she just like reached down grabbed a clump of grass and was like here you go yeah like (laughs) didn't you know know
1: that every piece of every piece of nature in africa has healing properties (laughs) didn't you know that
0: (laughs) i don't know god so then so they they get kidnapped by the tribe which is very weird to me because it seems like Alan can speak their language but for some reason no one is talking at all during the scene and they just awkwardly all walk with this group of like this tribe this like indigenous tribe right <laughs> to their village and like Ainsley can s- or her heart what was his name again? Hartford? Hartford shows yep. up
1: because, you know, he, he followed the train until he realized they weren't on it, I guess. And then he suddenly, yeah. the, uh, he had the second or he uh somehow from just looking at the map for a couple seconds, like knew where to find them or he was already in the hut or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know.
0: Like, I don't like this map was like a line. It was literally like yeah a line and then like a couple of circles and they're like this is king solomon's mind and i was like cool and i like so was, i was kind of a little excited about the king solomon's mind because i had heard a lot of just like lore about that you know and i was like "Cool, i love this shit you
1: know well but- it would have been more interesting if they had given like much more information about it and like right. history and and filled out the the story i mean yeah like anything really any anything
0: (laughs) and so they're in this tribe and we're like they're like all awkwardly walking towards this tribe with just seemingly no communication whatsoever other than they suddenly are like under like they're prisoners of
1: them they got captured because they were like standing by the trees and people from the tribe like shot a spear at them That missed and then captured them.
0: Right. So
1: This movie has mega pacing issues as well. Like Yeah.
0: One of my so one of my one of the scenes that made me laugh the hardest was so the chief is talking to that one guy and he's like, Hey, you brought these foreigners into our into our land. And the guy's like, No, I didn't. And he's like, Right. But you actually, you brought these foreigners into our land. And the guy's like, dude, no, I, I didn't, I didn't do it. And he goes, okay, well, for you doing that, we're going to, we're going to behead you. And the guy's just like, cool. And so they take what is probably like a face hugger from Alien <laughs> Claw. It's the in glove form. Yeah. <laughs> in glove form. And they just like rip off this guy's head and hold it up. And in his hand is
1: clearly a stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 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 like in later when Quarterman uses the same like randomly placed luckily it shows up for him he uses the same glove to take hartford's head off yeah it's a skull and it's like so that glove like takes like shears the skin off and cleans the skull so it's like and there's no blood there's <laughs> no blood like that's that's pretty amazing
0: so, like, have you did you notice that like the all the things they were holding were like slightly smaller than like yeah. a human skull like they looked like rocks
1: yeah I, and
0: so i thought that was hilarious because i was like first of all the guy's like no dude i didn't do this and like she was like, like well we're, we're gonna
1: behead you anyway you bitch, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and I'm like, what? The
1: and they fuck? had like he had the witch doctor come out and she made two passes she went down the row of people twice before she decided which one to like take for the king's bride i guess so of course she chose lady anna like cut to the chase i know it's gonna be lady anna yeah i know and and then And then there was a weird scene in the hut where the king, like, a woman, like, brings Lady Anna in and they've changed her clothes to be, like, the native's clothes. And then there's, for no reason, another scene where they bring her in and she's wearing her own clothes again. Yeah, I didn't
0: understand that either.
1: Is that just so she didn't have to wear the native clothes in the next scene? I don't...
0: (laughs) Well, and it's like, so the chief is trying to buy her from Hartford and he's like i'll give you like 50 cows or whatever like he keeps going up and he's like i'll give you 50 cows and harford's like i want land and the dude's like yeah sure whatever i just i was like this chief just wants this white girl and like so he's like harford's like i want land and and the chief's like great deal done and then harford's like just kidding boom shoot you in the head and i was like what what why why what was the, what was p- the point you, what was like you you were gonna get a bunch of land like if yeah, yeah, yeah like if you don't I don't understand that like if it were me yeah like, fuck yeah like I don't care like I'm a villain I don't care what happens to her like go take her whatever <laughs> right you know? and and instead he's like actually I'm just gonna take her with me and I'm like I'm like but why? like why what like it's not like she has some sort of like the other side to the map, or is this not? She doesn't have anything that will benefit him except for that she's
1: a woman, yeah. And he doesn't seem interested in her at all until that moment, yeah. Somehow,
0: like, and oh, and then thank god that the chief put on that metal crown around her head that she, for some reason, that didn't take off literally covered with like a ba- bandana. So she
1: he puts a metal crown on her head because she's like now the new queen, but then he gets killed. And then we find out that Mbappe is actually like the long lost queen of the people. So they all rally behind Mbappe. And then, but there's no,
0: there's never any point in time that is foreshadowing this at all. There's, it's literally like, again, as I said, it's like the person wrote this as if thinking that the audience had a trove of information, <laughs> yeah. like so much information. That it was unnecessary for you to tell us why. But it was necessary because I'm like, why is she queen all of a sudden? Yeah. also, if she had so much power and they noticed or they, like, recognized her right away, wouldn't they be like, wait, stop? These are her companions. Don't touch them. Exactly. Yeah. And why wouldn't
1: she, like... And they were like, we know you're the rightful queen. And she's like, see, you'll rally behind me. And I'd be like, why are you wasting time? Like, go save the people that you're with. Also... If I was suddenly, like,
0: if suddenly someone was like, oh, you're our queen, and I had no sort of, any sort of build up as to the realization that I was, like, royalty, I'd be like, what are you talking about? No, I'm not. I feel
1: like she must have known, though, because she was like, remember when she told them that she would be useful? Yeah, it's ridiculous.
0: But we we never know that as the audience, because all we see her is, like, we don't have, she has no sort of character development whatsoever. She's just a cardboard cutout, Oh, yeah, she's
1: not, like... We barely get any time with her character yeah. at all. Like, even yeah. when she's on the expedition with them, like, she doesn't really do anything much. No. And uh, so, oh, so Quartermain and, and Sir Henry get thrown into a hut, and that's where Lady Anna's brother is. So her yeah. brother, like, joins the group. But so she, she's got this crown on her head, and I kind of forgot about it. And then... Later, I you see, so Hartford is is has her as his like captive, and he's trying to find the treasure. And I was like, why is she wearing her like? She had like a bandana around her head, I'm like she looks like like Richie Tenenbaum from the Royal Tenenbaums. He's like a tennis player in the movie, like John McEnroe. And I was like, why is she wearing her? bandana like that because she didn't do that for the whole movie and now right so some ridiculous decision was made like oh let's change her wardrobe to be ridiculous so we won't realize that she's wearing this metal crown and it was so terrible (laughs) okay
0: so um i also wrote down that the rhino scene where they're all like flipping (laughs) out was like the least tense scene ever i was like just walk past the rhino it's not bothering you
1: I know yeah, the rhino wasn't even mad it's just like, like yeah the out. rhino's just
0: like I'm just eating food and drinking water like I'm chilling and like like it, the, the rhino's just like just let me have my fucking dinner without you looking at me like I'm gonna kill you like I'm about to be psychotic because you ain't letting me have my dinner now you know what I, mean? like, I was like I was like the rhino's not bugging you just walk like and they weren't I didn't even like it didn't seem like they were near it either so I was like what is the (laughs) issue you're like hundreds of yards away and they're like this rhino is half a mile away and might kill us at any moment doesn't make any sense don't approach it (laughs) there you go yeah (laughs) that's easy secondly like just if like it's gonna be like likely it's gonna be chill if you walk right past it because it's not gonna follow you to try and eat you because it's not that kind of predator you know But And you're not threatening it, so it's not going to, like, try to defend itself. Dude, speaking of wild animals, I watched this video, this, like, super, I don't, (laughs) well, I I mean, it was disturbing, but, like, this dude was, saw an elephant, and he, like, he was, like, started walking up to the elephant, and understandably, the elephant was, like, oh, hell no, and fucking trampled the guy, and you can see, like, the foot, like, pressing down on this guy's body and he like rolls over so he was still alive-ish but I was like I bet that dude died from internal bleeding because he like, like he was crushed like you it was like watching you know those like balls those like stress balls it was like watching it collapse and then go back <gasps> up yeah it Yikes. was it was like scary Ugh. and I was first of all <laughs> it's kind
1: of the dude's fault. <laughs> like I yeah, can't like, you can't get mad at a wild animal for being yeah, a wild. Like animal. I
0: understand like it's sad that this guy probably died from his injuries cuz it's like I would say very highly likely that he did not survive that. But um also it's a wild animal. Like it's of course it's going to attack you. It's I like oh my god, I remember one time I was in Italy actually and we were watching like the du- like Italian dubbed version of like people who were in situations where they like approach wild animals and then the wild animals attack them and it's like that whole like um have you ever heard of like the leopards ate my face thing it's like a it's kind of like a meme it's like I was supporting the leopards who ate my face party and they ate my face. And I'm so surprised that they ate my face. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, this is what happens when you, like, it's stuff like that where they're like, I approached this elephant to go pet it. And then it trampled me. And I was like, what, why did it do this? And I was like, dude, (laughs) like, like, what, like, what are you thinking? You know what I mean? Anyways, that rhino scene, it was just, so did not need to be in there. It was just
1: like they paid a rhino handler for one day on set and so they had to get their money's worth, I guess.
0: Like, you know what? You know what you should do instead of using that rhino money? Why don't you um, invest in some good costumes? (laughs) There's a good idea. (laughs) Like, yeah, crazy idea. Yeah. Anyway. um, So, (laughs) it's just...
1: I don't know. I... (laughs) Oh, so, yeah, so she's wearing the crown. Yeah. And she gets shot in the head, but the crown saves her life. And that was point blank. And so I'm struggling. I feel like she might have at least, she might have still gotten, like, a cracked skull or something. Like, right. I don't she think you have just. have, like, some
0: blood on her. So. Yeah,
1: like, I don't know if, like, shooting someone close range like that would probably still injure them pretty badly, yeah, I think. I she think was so, knocked yeah. out, I guess, but.
0: Yeah, she, did you notice that, like, her eye makeup was always perfect?
1: I did notice that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very modern and perfect.
0: It's like when yeah. you have a post-apocalyptic um movie or, like, show, but all the women have, like, shaved on their arms. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm, Probably not. Probably not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm mm-hmm. um, So, <laughs> so then... So Anna and, and uh, Hartford are, like, in this cave, and he's trying to find this treasure or whatever. Um, I don't... Okay, so it's called it's called the Temple of Skulls, right? Yeah. Sam, do you ever recall seeing a single skull in this
1: <laughs> Besides the rocks that were supposed to be skulls, I don't recall seeing a temple or any... I mean, I don't even think they cared about the... There was no treasure. Like, no. nothing ever... They could have called it Alan Quartermain and and the people that he goes around with. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, there was like Alan Quartermain and the Queen of Africa or something. I don't know (laughs) because she ended up being a queen and they couldn't believe it.
0: There's a movie called uh, The African Queen. It's with Catherine Hepburn, and uh, in a in an episode of Archer, I know you haven't seen that show a lot, but like Archer and uh, like our Archer, Anna (laughs) like. Okay. All right, messed that up. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. Archer and Lana, and Lana's a, a black woman. she they're talking about the African queen and she's like Catherine Hepburn is the African queen. Catherine Hepburn <laughs> is the African queen. And he's like, yeah, and she's like, right, let's say that one more time. <laughs> Catherine Hepburn is the African queen. <laughs> I, just, I don't know, how that reminded me of like, oh man. And so, anyway, so like Harper's, I don't know, trying to find treasure. We have no, absolutely no like motivation as to what he is. It seemed like he wanted a bunch of land, but then he fucked that deal up by killing the chief. Yeah. The also, no one in the tribe is aware that the chief just got murdered
1: well they're all so excited that umbapa the queen is back that they don't care about the chief getting murdered i guess
0: the chief is just a piece of shit so who gives a shit about him but um
1: (laughs) he did behead somebody
0: he did behead someone after the person told him that they did not do the thing that he thought they did repeatedly (laughs) and you know trying to by a woman it's also pretty bad i'd say it's pretty it's pretty yeah. up there it's pretty it's pretty terrible yeah
1: <laughs> i do also think it's like vaguely tropey and the same sort of like i don't know racist or prejudice to have him be like i'll give you cows for her like i yeah. know i'm not i mean i'm aware that that's how yeah. business dealings are done sometimes in history but it's a little bit weird that he'd be like, well, What is money? I don't know what money is, but uh, what I want is cows. Like,
0: he doesn't because yeah, he I. Like, first of all, this Hartford guy, what is he going to do with a bunch of cows? Yeah, like,
1: wh- have you seen any evidence that he has cows? Like, well, yeah. I live in an African village, therefore I need livestock over yeah. anything else. And I I'd thought be that like, was a I'd little I'd be like,
0: Dude, are they going to fit in the back of my truck? No, <laughs> then I'm good. Thanks. um <laughs> And so one of the other things that cracked me up, so Anne is still alive conveniently. Neville's, like, totally fine. He's, like, probably doesn't have PTSD, even though he totally should. (laughs) Um, He potentially watched his other... um, teammates or whatever die get killed i would i would assume that he probably watched all of them die also the part where him and henry sing, were singing i could have done without that that, that whole was...
1: scene didn't make sense i could have done without the whole movie just to clarify but <laughs> oh yeah no, for like sure. so <laughs> the, the <laughs> tribes the tribesmen decide to let's just like sing and dance outside the hut and then henry and neville just decide to sing some British hokey song, yeah. and it calms the natives down. Like, yeah, that's... well,
0: like, and the natives are like chanting, and they're like, like it, it was, like, it seemed like there was something was going to happen with these men, you know, like they were going to harm them or whatever. But,
1: <laughs> but their English <laughs> tune soothed the savage beast. Oh, thank, thank
0: God they had the English tune. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, and so like they're so then Harvard and anna are in this cave, and like Alan rescues them or whatever.
1: He kills Hartford with the beheading glove. Yeah, that's true. yeah, <laughs>
0: That's right. He kills him with the face. Which hugger. just happens
1: to be laying there. I don't know how it showed up. I know.
0: I, that drove me nuts too. And I wrote that down. I was like. I was like Ainsley being killed by
1: the beheaded alien claw why is
0: that in this cave? But not
1: before like some earthquake cracks the smallest crack in the floor so you can just like hop across it's like I'm on the east side I'm on the west side I'm on this side I'm on that side you know like it's nothing it's just a tiny fissure in the like rock. But also
0: for some reason the earthquake is only happening within the cave and And nowhere else. Yeah and
1: only because (laughs) they had a fight inside the cave I don't know why
0: and there's like and you never at any point see any treasure whatsoever no never never like it's not like you know i mean (laughs) just so so that part where anna and alan are looking for uh firewood and he like grabs her and he's like you've been rude to me this whole time and she's like listen you scruffy nerve herder (laughs) You've been rude to me too. <laughs> He's like, okay. And then they had this like weird moment where I was like, I, I thought, was, like, are they
1: about to kiss? I thought we were gonna get a legends of the fall sex scene between them because the tension. I know. JK. And it was like,
0: but the tension, first of all, these characters have no chemistry together at all. And the tension was like they were about to kiss but i was like please don't, please <laughs> yeah. don't. yeah there
1: wasn't actually any tension yeah it was like
0: just like this weird like super awkward scene where they're kind of like looking at each other and i'm like please god please do not kiss right now i can't, I can't
1: this. It's so bad. i can't believe that he was just off gallivanting when his son could potentially get expelled from school I know.
0: he is in the dragon's den right now okay
1: yeah, no, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, here comes the almost kissing scene. But then I thought, I, I really was like, oh, is the next scene going to be them, like, getting it on in the, like, Serengeti or something, you know? But,
0: Sadly, no. yeah, no. I wish they had done that. That would have just made the movie so much worse, but in the best way possible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so, when they didn't end up together at the end, I was like, cool.
1: But she was like, you came will- back for me. And I'm like, came back for you? He was there the whole time you saw him. I know. And and then like they're walking in the village, the little village, arm in arm, but I don't know why. But then they like they see Papa as the queen and it's just like blowing their minds. Like they are so <laughs> excited.
0: I know. And the funny thing is she kind of just comes out and she's like still in like the Hillary Duff from like <laughs> from like you know early two thousands and and she's just like looking at all of them, like all queenly and shit, and they're all like, Oh my god, I would have been like, What changed? Something <laughs> changed. <laughs> I'd be like, what happened here? I'd be like, what is going
1: on? I don't understand. Somebody like, tell me what is Zimbabwe doing? Yeah. Did and she make like, tuition check? Did she or did she not? We need to know.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much the whole movie, isn't it? Like
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would you recommend it?
0: Absolutely not.
1: I wouldn't either and i actually because i'm a decent person i don't think i'd even recommend it to anyone so <laughs> it's
0: it's honestly like i i would say i did not like it and i would not recommend it but i did enjoy it because it was so fucking bad that i was laughing so much like like it was I enjoyed it in the way that I was like this is the worst shit I've ever seen and it's hilarious
1: <laughs> it was lower than that for me like I wasn't I didn't think it was funny at all like
0: I thought it was I mean literally like laughing out I was, loud the entire movie like, I was
1: talking to Mike yesterday and and I said oh are you gonna watch Alan Quartermain again and he said oh my gosh I totally forgot we even watched it it's like <laughs> it's like it never happened like Vanessa. yeah it's that's weird like, it's so it felt true. weird like when I was thinking like I have to talk about this movie I was like I have to talk about this movie what what am I gonna say about this movie so it's <laughs> well,
0: a good thing I had a lot of notes yeah because <laughs> yeah it, it was um the writing I think was the the worst part hands down about that because it was just like
1: The writing, the acting, the costumes, everything. everything.
0: But like the writing was just like, I was like, what are they trying to tell us in this scene? Like they're trying to convey information, but I'm not understanding what they're trying to convey (laughs) because they haven't given me enough information. It's like everything just like happened. It just happened. It was convenient. It was whatever. And if this was a student film i would have given it like an f
1: no yeah if it was maybe a student like a solid d plus, i was just if it was a student film maybe i'd give it like a, a a c or a b just because like there is like you said the other day it is a movie <laughs> it certainly is a movie <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's not i mean like when they had did they have a weird premiere for you like what did the actors think when they saw it because
0: it went straight to dvd if
1: it's I, so like, I very much doubt they had a premiere for there's it. There's no comedy in it. Like, I know you were laughing because it was so bad, but like, they could have at least made it comedic, like a naked gun movie or like hot shots or something or scary movie. They could have done that, but they didn't. It was like all serious. And I mean, I don't think it was meant to be a comedy. It I know. Was meant I'm to just be- like, I don't, I don't know what the motivations for making it or um it makes me sad because I'm like did they were they like excited about it when they finished it and then they watched it I don't you know like what is Yeah there's there's one
0: from like the 70s that looks like it maybe was more um successful but I don't and I'm kind of curious about it but not in a way where I'm going to pay for it or Sure yeah you know like if it's on Amazon for free I might watch it but Yeah I don't I don't know and it's <laughs> I mean, we were both talking about it before we watched this movie. And I was like, I looked at the cast list and I didn't recognize anyone. And she's like, "Insane was like, yeah, that's a bad sign. It's a red flag.
1: Yeah. Like usually even like the weirdest B movie usually has like one person that went on to find some level of fame. But this one is really dry in that regard. Yeah. I mean, it, it was very, it was just so
0: like there was just so much missing and and like
1: what you said a lot of um uh what is that pacing issues oh my gosh the pacing was like they went into the like the native village and it was just like the natives spinning around each character and each character looking baffled for like a minute and a half each like minutes on end and it was very weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like,
0: like it seemed like if you had taken Umbaba out of the, the story <laughs> or she had just been part of the story, which I, it would have been nice to have like a person of co- color in the within the cast, but she wasn't like, her relevance to the story didn't make a difference whether or not you left her in or you took her out because you could have just completely omitted the entire tribe thing and just had hartford be the antagonist yeah like you like he's a great antagonist because well i mean he's not a great antagonist but he's a somewhat decent antagonist but they then they included this whole thing, and there was literally no point for it to be there other than her ending up to be queen. And right. and they, they got had,
1: shot in the head, and she had that thing. And on. they had attacked. Ne- they had captured Neville. Oh, that's right. They captured Neville. But she but still couldn't didn't have to be in the movie.
0: You literally could have had Neville be like, "Oh, I got injured and I couldn't move from this cave or something." Yeah, and they found him there. You know what I mean? Like any, but there was like. there was no real like intrigue about this film or nothing that kept you going like well what's gonna happen like I need to know are they gonna find the treasure you know like there was nothing that kept you
1: wanting to watch more I did tell Mike I said we could just play Mario Kart and whenever Lauren says what did you think about this scene I could be like oh wow (laughs) that scene I didn't like that either like I could just fake it like that's how much I didn't like watching this movie. We did I finished the movie. We yes. didn't play Mario Kart. But you wanted to play. I want Mario. Mario Kart.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I uh yeah, it was it was bad. It was really bad. And it like got like two point eight on like like out of ten on IMDB and I was like two point eight's a little generous
1: I was yeah, two point eight's high. <laughs> I got 11% on Rotten Tomatoes, just an audience score. It doesn't have a critic score, so yeah.
0: It's terrible. It's really terrible. So no, neither of us would recommend it. Don't watch it. Don't
1: watch it. Don't
0: even waste your time. Yeah. Unless you love shitty movies, then this is totally the thing for you. But you know what? There's a lot of shitty movies out there. Like, you know what? You could watch any James Wan movie and you'll get the same experience. (laughs)
1: but thank you to Whatever. ken I'm such a bitch, <laughs> thank, you such a bitch. Yeah, for... thank you to ken thanks a lot ken say, thank even you though, even though
0: sam did not like this i movie, didn't like i it. have to say ken that i have a little bit of mixed feelings because part of me wants to thank you because i was legitimately laughing the entire time like i thought this movie was hilarious but also i can't believe you made me watch this movie
1: <laughs> i i feel like like mike When I showed Mike the, like the screenshot of the the movie, Mike was like, a listener suggested this? And I said, yeah. And he said, are they like ribbing you? Is this like, and I was like, I don't know. And then after I watched it, I was like, maybe Ken is ribbing us. Maybe he's just like, like we're Ron Burgundy and we'll read anything on the teleprompter. (laughs) Like they'll review any movie you suggest, (laughs) you know? So Ken, whatever your motivation's were thank you for listening and suggesting and to other people he hasn't ruined it for everyone we still really will do suggested movies yeah yeah yeah,
0: Yeah. (laughs) I had fun I had a lot of fun doing it um I had I even had fun watching it so overall to me to me it was a fun experience I'm so happy for you thank you thanks good for you good for you, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when someone goes on like vacation to somewhere nice and you like can't afford vacation you're like oh well that's nice for good for you i'm so happy for you that you're going on vacation to paris but you can't find enough time to find something to do while your girlfriend's working <laughs> anyway you can follow us on instagram watch us movies you can follow us on facebook and watch some movies and please subscribe um to us that you're gonna see what's next you know we i have kind of been having a hard time updating this one just because there's so little like pictures online but um you know i do try and update every day so anyway and you know subscribe we're on itunes spotify we're all over you want to check us out and if you like what we do and if you're like ken (laughs) you can you can either send us a message at movies at gmail.com or you can uh, write a five star review. You don't even have to write anything. Just put in the name of the, the title of the movie you want us to do and we'll do it. You know, we have um, next couple weeks we're doing uh, recommendations. So those will be those will be fun to do. And
1: uh, yeah, thank you to Mike so much for our theme music. Yeah, his name is Mike Myers. You can find him on Twitter at the Mike Show 42. Thank you, Mike. And last night, he was a guest co host on the Wade Keller Pro Wrestling SmackDown post show for the PW Torch website. That's always really fun to listen to. So if you have an interest in wrestling, I recommend checking him out. His contributions are always really fun. And they get callers from all over the country who call in about talking about the show and it's just it's it's fun to listen to and mike does a really good job so check yeah, that out yeah
0: and uh we also have another instagram called the watchers who find things if you want to check us out there i i don't update it as much as the regular one but you know every now and then i find funny stuff that i like to upload so uh, yeah anyway thanks so much Bye-bye. bye bye